Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Hello, Miss Robinson podcast with yours truly, Jasmine Robinson. Um, Thank you for tuning in wherever you're listening from. Greetings once again. So today I want to speak about forgiving people and letting go of offense and guarding yourself from offense. Um, A lot of times, you know, people do us wrong, but what they've done is wrong and therefore you feel justified to, you know, feel the way you do, have that offense toward them, you know, it's like, no, what they did is wrong and I'm okay for feeling this way. But at the end of the day, you really won't be able to fully excel and, you know, do everything that God's not only called you to do, uh, you know, have success in every area of a life of your life until you can move past these offenses. And it's quite a normal thing for people to be offended. I'm going to be honest. I mean, not only in the church world, but just in general, um, you know, people feel justified, therefore they stay offended and they have that little, you know, feeling every time they see that person or they project things because of the situation that happened with that person. And that's not good. I mean, I've been there. I've had situations that have happened and rightfully so I should be upset. I should, you know, have a different view of that person or, you know, those people but it's not okay. Um, back in January, I was sitting in a service at the river. Pastor Ronnie was ministering, preaching. And growing up, I always heard him say, you know, until everything means nothing to you, that's when I'll give you everything. Quoting basically what the Lord spoke to him about. And most of the times I would hear that and I would think of, okay, when the shoes, the nice clothes, the cool car, the nice big house doesn't mean anything to to me. That's when God will then give me those things. And that's just kind of the perspective I had on it for quite some time. But in that service back in January of this year, I was sitting there and he wasn't even talking about this, but the Holy Spirit just ministered to me. And that quote came up until everything means nothing to you. That's when I'll give you everything. And at the time, I was going through some things, and I had offense toward a situation and toward certain people, um, and I just kind of didn't deal with it, but it, it was affecting how I looked at those people. It was affecting me uh, in, in many situations um, and how I would react and how I would deal with those things. But long story short, the Holy Spirit spoke that to my heart, and I just began to wept, wept. I just began to weep. And he said, until those things that people may have done to you or done to people you love, until those things mean absolutely nothing, you know, I I can't take you and do the things that I want to do with your life and excel you to the point of just complete, you know, above and beyond. I can't take you there until these things mean nothing, until you can move past these offenses and let them go. And it really hit me. Um, Talk about not only the fear of the Lord was very strong in that moment, but it just opened my eyes that 
so many times we hold on to these situations, we hold on to these emotions, we hold on to these uh, ways of thinking, I guess assuming that it's okay and that we're just going to continue on and have a good life and whatever. But I it hit me in that moment like we hold on to these things but yet it's stunting our growth it's holding us back and ultimately we're not going to get to that point where the holy spirit wants to take us in our life until we can let go of these hurts and these offenses and these little things that are so petty and at the end of the day they really do mean nothing but until they mean nothing you know we won't see the greatness later on down the road that god has for us and so I want to encourage everyone that's listening, until those things mean nothing, it, it will hinder you. And so that that's what hit me that night. I, I just, from the depths of my heart, I forgave, I let go, and I said, Holy Spirit, I don't want to be hindered. I don't want my life to be a flop because I personally didn't let go of these stupid things. Um, and I didn't, you know, genuinely say, you know what? At the end of the day, I forgive them. I will stand before the Lord by myself. They will stand before the Lord by themselves at the end of this. And I'm not going to have that be the thing that keeps me, you know, from from moving from moving on at, from that point later down the road. So that's the first point is forgiving and letting. Well, first and second point, I guess you could say combined, but forgiving and letting go. And so until everything means nothing that's when I'll give you everything. And um, that's when that's when you will see things in your life that you have only dreamed of and greater. And I think a lot of times people in ministry, people, again, just day-to-day, business, whatever it may be, you know, that's such a normal thing to be offended and to have just little things that you're upset about and that you just stay upset about and justify yourself to have those feelings toward it. And it's not good. Um, Matthew five thirty eight, it says, "You've heard the law that says the punishment much must match the injury, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth." But I say, do not resist an evil person. If someone slaps you on the right cheek, offer the other cheek also. If you are sued in court and your shirt is taken from you, give your coat too. If you're a soldier. Uh, sorry, if a soldier demands that you carry his gear for a mile, carry it two miles. Give to those who ask and don't turn away from those who want to borrow. And so a lot of times people read this and you can take it different ways. Uh, but as I was studying and taking some notes, this stood out to me. It's like until those things that you're asked to do that, again, you shouldn't have to do. You shouldn't have to, you know, give your coat too if your shirt is taken but until it means nothing then hey you're it's not it's not doing you any good and it's only hurting you uh, Ephesians 4:32 says instead be kind to each other tender-hearted forgiving one another just as God through Christ has forgiven you Colossians 3:13 says make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. We're very quick to judge, but let's be honest. You've done it. You've been there. And at the end of the day, 
you need to, you need to forgive you need to let go if you know you held yourself at the standard that you hold other people eh, you know it would look it would look a little bit different so my second point is just letting go which leads me to um proverbs 18:19 which says an offended friend is harder to win back than a fortified city arguments separate friends like a gate locked with bars so when there's offense and when there's that that right or that feeling that you might have to justify how you feel it blocks and it hinders you from not only going forward but from situations and connections and people in life that could potentially take you to a whole new level when you're offended, you can't fully receive all that God has for you because you have walls up. So until you let go of offense and genuinely forgive and ask the Holy Spirit to, you know, just help you because he's your helper. But ask him to help you. Ask him to, you know, help you move forward and, and genuinely forgive and release these people. Then, you know. It's going to be hard for you to not only receive from people, but to receive ultimately from God if you have those offenses. And lastly, move on. Um, I think a lot of people, they can't move on because they have offenses. So until you release and forgive and let go, that's the only way that you'll be able to fully move on and propel and actually have a successful life. Um, Luke nine sixty two. I mean, I'll read, I'll read the the scripture, but just to give you context, the cost of following Jesus, starting at verse fifty seven, as they were walking along, someone said to Jesus, "I will follow you wherever you go," but Jesus replied, "Foxes have dens to live in, and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place even to lay his head." He said to another person, come, follow me. The man agreed, but he said, Lord, first, you know, let me return home and bury my father. Jesus replied to him, let the spiritually dead bury their own dead. Your duty is to go and to preach about the kingdom of God. Another said, yes, Lord, I will follow you. But first, let me say goodbye to my family. Jesus told him, verse 62, Anyone who puts a hand to the plow and then looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. And this stood out to me because when you're offended, you're ultimately looking back at the past situation that happened that caused you to be offended. So every time you justify your offense, you're continually turning your head backward, turning your head backward. When there's unforgiveness in your heart, you basically are just you know, referring to the event that you couldn't forget because you're mad and have unforgiveness. So this scripture really stood out to me in that sense. And I kind of, you know, connected the two situations. Anyone who thinks they're going to fully successfully do the call of God and, and, you know, bring forth the kingdom of God in the scripture, as Jesus was saying, they're fooling themselves if they have offense. Because every time you, you look at that offense and you feel those feelings again, or you recall the situation you're looking to the past and you can't move forward you're fooling yourself you think you're going forward you think you're having success in life but at the end of the day you're stunting your growth so much and so 
Again, 62, Jesus said, anyone who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. If you're listening to this and you're in ministry, this is huge. So many great men and women of God have been taken out because they had offense. They had these little foxes that spoiled the vine. They had the things that they didn't check themselves on and they didn't let go. And it ruined, you know, maybe their family life, their ministry, anything. And not just people in ministry, life in general, whoever is listening, this is going to hurt you later down the road. You may not think so. You may be fine with having that irk whenever you see that person. But at the end of the day, it's not going to be good for you down the road if you don't let go of these offenses and genuinely have forgiveness in your heart towards people. Finally, stay free. That will be my fourth point. Galatians 5.1, it says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. So I think this scripture is so key. It's saying, hey, for freedom Christ has set us free. Therefore, stay in in that state. Don't step out of the place of being one with Christ, being in Christ. And so whenever these things happen in life that could cause us to have unforgiveness and have un, uh, and have offense toward a person or people, um, it's up to us to say, hey, I'm guarding my heart against this because this isn't, ultimately this is hurting me. Therefore, I'm not going to be entangled again into the yoke of bondage. I'm not going to be entangled again into the way of life that I was living before being born again and before coming to the knowledge of the truth. I'm going to stay free. So yes, there's going to be circumstances. There's going to be situations that happen. But at the end of the day, it's up to you to stand fast. Having done all, stand. (laughs) But to stand fast in your freedom and say, I'm not going to let any situation or any person steal this from me. You're responsible for the state of your heart, the state of your mind, the state of your life. You're responsible. So stand with that knowledge, knowing I have the power. Therefore, no circumstance, no person can dictate to me how I have to feel or how I have to respond. I respond according to the word of God, knowing that he's given me everything I need to live free, to stay free, and to then bring others into freedom. If you're offended, how are you going to help people? If you're offended at these things that happen in life, how are you going to truly and genuinely bring people out of the darkness into the light? If you yourself are continuing to look back, to reminisce, to think about, to relive, how are you going to help people? And that's hitting me now. It's so important for us to say, you know what? Until it means nothing, I can't truly be an impact to this world. I can't truly have an impact that's lasting until I can genuinely know and go to bed at night with no offense and no unforgiveness in my heart toward anyone, no matter what, no matter what. So again, Galatians 5.1, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty or the freedom wherewith Christ has made us free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Don't be entangled into the things that Christ diligently suffered through and died for you to be free from. Don't go back to that. He died. He rose again. 
he raised us with him so that we can live a life of freedom from not only sickness and poverty and, and, you know, all these different other things, but from offense, from unforgiveness. He forgave us so that we can truly not only be forgiven, but then forgive other people and live in that freedom. So I encourage you today. It's shorter. This is what I had on my heart. I'm not going to ramble on just to ramble on, but I hope this encouraged you. Definitely tonight, you know, or whenever you're listening, after you listen to this, take five minutes, take 10 minutes and sit and say, Holy Spirit, show me who I still have unforgiveness toward. Point out the things in my heart that I'm offended about. And I want to deal with this once and for all and move forward and live a life of freedom and help others be free. So thank you for listening. I hope this encouraged you. I hope everyone had a great week. And um, genuinely, I I really, I felt this one. It's a short one, but I think it has a lot of power and backing to it. There's tons of other scriptures too that you can, you know, go and, and study, study forgiveness and how to stay and live free. Obviously, pretty much every, you know, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, those are some good books to start with but no thanks for listening i love you all i know this will encourage you i know this encouraged you please let me know text me call me instagram message me facebook message me um but again thanks for listening and we'll see you next saturday bye